In this episode of Being Unapologetically You, we explore the concept of time as a measurement of success. Hi, my name is Jean Tian, and I am the host of the Being Unapologetically You podcast. Have you ever given yourself deadlines as part of your goals? If so, then you won't want to miss today's episode. And let's get started. Hi, everybody. My name is Jean Tian, host of the Being Unapologetically You podcast. And today we are exploring the concept of time as it relates to success. So that intersectionality of time and success and how does one impact the other? Does time actually have any influence in your definition of success or of success in general? So let's first explore the concept of time. And so this came up and it was quite interesting as I was putting together my Time Bend Masterclass. The concept of time is such one with so much history behind it. And I say that because humans almost 5,000 years ago, actually the Egyptians almost 5,000 years ago, had created this concept of time as a unit of measurement. So they first started it with the sundials and measuring the time that it took, right, for the sun to go around in a first in a full circle. And then throughout the ages, the unit of measurement as, as we know of time today was further refined to include seconds and minutes and hours, days, months, years, etc which is really, really interesting, right? Because what that actually implies is that time is a limited and a finite thing, meaning we only have a certain number of days in a year. We only have a certain number of years in our life because humans can only live up to 80 or 90 years old or et cetera, depending on whatever factors there are. Now, what happens then also and how time as the concept has evolved, right, is that this concept of time and this unit of measurement is not only about seconds and minutes, but because there is this finite aspect of time, what has also come through is that there is a time element through our definition of success. There's a time element in our goals. And so what this brings me back to is I can remember when I was a little girl, and I want to say in my teens, and the number 13 keeps coming up. So let's just say, for example, I was 13 years old when these thoughts originally came to me. And I can remember sitting in car rides with my parents, and we would go, um, you know, grocery shopping or wherever. And I would think about my future and what would excite me and what it was that I wanted to do in my future and what I wanted to be, right? And what I remember very, very clearly, and I don't always remember things very clearly because I have the worst memory, but what I remember very clearly about my definition of success at that time was that I wanted to be a vice president in a large corporation at the age of 25. Now, where did I come up with these measurements of success at the age of 13? And how much of the world did I really understand at that time? Well, pretty simple. I really didn't understand much of it at all. I had inklings of what it meant through listening and seeing my parents as they worked, right? Although my dad worked in a corporation um, 
but my mom actually worked at the post office. So very, very different experiences. And it would certainly wouldn't come in in terms of working at the post office of wanting to be a vice president at a large uh, corporation. And I still remember to this day of, of measuring my success with that goal that came out of nowhere, that came from some random numbers that I created at the age of 13 in my head. And yet I would work towards achieving that. And I recall specifically that after graduation, I was working to achieve this fast-tracked career that would allow me to or enable me to be a vice president at the age of 25. Now, I definitely did not make that goal. I don't think, um, and, and, and thinking back of when I actually became that or achieved that vice president level, I was definitely in my 30s. So definitely did not make that 25-year-old time um, goal, which then brought me to realized that this goal itself was a little bit silly because there was no backing behind it. And I know that it's, you know, from a career perspective, I think we all have our goals. We all want to be somewhere by a certain time, but it's not just in our career where time rears its ugly head as it relates to our definition of success or even our perspectives of our own success, right? Because as women, we tend to measure ourselves by success as well, um, by time as well. We have a biological clock that is ticking. And so that is another area in our lives that reaffirms this concept of time as a limited factor, because we have to be conscious of the fact that our biological clock doesn't work as, as well when we get older. So our ability to have children also is impacted by time, by our age, which is just another area of time, right? Because again, it's just a measurement of how many times that we've lived on this earth where the earth has made a complete circle. And so with this concept of time as a limited resource, starting from the day that we were born, it is of no surprise that today we still see time as a limited resource. But where do we get, and this is where I really want to dig in for this episode, is that when you take a look at your goals, when you take a look at things that have been disappointments in your personal life and in your career, is there an element of time? For example, you look at your friends and they've they figured it out, or they, it looks like they figured it out. They've made a lot of money. They've succeeded in their careers, meaning they've reached the top of the food chain at wherever company that they work at. They have a really nice house. They, they have what seems on the outside to be the perfect family, and they've done it before you have. They've done it before you've even been able to achieve um, the perfect house or the family before you got married, etc. So does that in and of itself make them more successful than you? And I think from the outset, we would tend to immediately or our first instinct may be that, yeah, absolutely, right? There may be a tinge of jealousy in there because how come they can do it so quickly, but you haven't been able to do it? Perhaps they know something that you don't know. And these are absolutely normal thoughts that may come through when we see others get further ahead in their lives than what we have been or where we are today. And that also brings in that element of time. But when we really think about time, 
What is time? So when we really look at everything that the universe is created or created from, it really are created of, actually is the right word, is that everything around us, everything that we know of today is nothing more than energy. So time is literally just another form of energy that humans have been able to put into this rigid form of measurement right? And it's, it's a very helpful form of measurement, don't get me wrong. However, this form of measurement that was meant to be helpful has actually started to work against us in our growth, in our development, in our expansion, and in the ability for us to be able to appreciate ourselves and how far we've come. Because when we start to look at time and we, when we believe that time is a finite resource, we start to measure ourselves against what we haven't already achieved and how far we are in our lifespan. But what if time is limited? I'm sorry, limitless. What if time is limitless because energy is limitless? And if time is nothing more than just another form of energy, then energy in and of itself can be shifted, can be quote unquote manipulated and can actually be used and and worked with in a very different manner in the sense that we can work basically time bend we can expand it we can collapse it we can do whatever it is that we need to do in order to fully use that time that we have and there's also an element of divine timing and I know we hear that a lot. It sounds kind of woo-woo. It's definitely in the spiritual realm. But there is something to be said about the fact that you that that if it was meant for you, and this is something that my mom had always and has continued to reinforce in me and to teach me, is that if something is meant to be yours, it will be yours. And that it may not be today, but it may come in tomorrow, it may come in the next day, next year, however, it can be yours. So where's the rush? Where's the where's this push to get that to us sooner? And oftentimes we think, well, if we get it sooner, if we get that brand new car sooner, we can enjoy it sooner. But then we got to really look at, is that really true? Is it really true that if we achieve the success that we know we're deserving of and that we're looking to achieve today rather than tomorrow, that it was meant to be better today, that we can truly enjoy it in the way that it was meant to be enjoyed today? Is that really true? Because if you look back at so many things that have happened, both good in the sense that the things that you've achieved versus bad, meaning the sense in the sense that you haven't achieved those things, that they've slipped through your fingers some way or another. If you look at the things that you are waiting for, that you are working for, whether it's that promotion or the family or the big house, if you were to have achieved it and, and to actually get it at the time that you wanted it, would it really have been as pleasurable, as enjoyable? Would, it, would you really have been able to truly be appreciative of what it was that you've achieved at that point versus when you actually did? 
or even if you never achieved it, meaning like, you know, you really wanted that Porsche, that white, you know, fancy Porsche, um, but you didn't get it, right? But then when you look at it later on, was it a blessing in disguise? And so we want all the things that we want today. And this leads to this level of impatience. And then we start to beat ourselves up because we haven't achieved it today. But does that really mean that we haven't been successful? Does that really mean that we are slower than others? Does that really mean that we are less successful than those around us, than our neighbors and our friends and our families who have already achieved their goals? Or does that just mean that things are happening for your highest good at the time that it's meant to achieve? And there's an element of control that we need to drop. And so once we drop that element of control and we can start to see how we are already successful, that element of time is no longer relevant. And our definition of success and our ability to already enjoy our success is no longer relevant. Because what happens is then we are staying in the present moment. We're able to see what we've actually created around us rather than keep focusing on what we haven't created already, what we've have, what we failed to create already. But is it really a failure or is it just this ir unreasonable, irrational, completely baseless goal that we've set for ourselves? And don't get me wrong, there are certain benefits to setting goals, you know, with timelines and with deadlines, and we have to do that in the corporate world. But even with deadlines in the corporate world, there are still um, skills that we can achieve. There are still ways to work with the deadlines that allow us to integrate that level of divine timing, that level of energy into the use of our time, rather than constantly forcing ourselves to be able to achieve or to check off or to cross off these tasks that continue to keep us busy. Because quite frankly, when we're running against time and we're running against this concept that time is limitless, because we think that we only have certain number of good certain number of years in our lives before we die or before we become unproductive or before we get, you know, designated as um, not needed within the corporate space, right? Then when we stop doing that, we can actually take that step back and actually start to really look at what is important to us, what will actually help us get to our destination faster, rather than continuing to push ourselves to be this thing or to achieve this thing or to do this thing that we think will get us to our destination faster. And actually in reality, what it's doing is it's actually pushing us further away from our destination. It's actually pushing it so that it takes even longer because what we're doing is we're keeping ourselves busy rather than staying productive. And so there's so many different facets of time. There's so many different ways to work with time. But at the end of the day, when you look at it, 
where is time when you look at your definition of success, when you look at whether or not you've been successful so far? Because there are certainly ways that I can say I am 44 years old now. I am still part of middle management. I haven't made it to the senior executive level. I haven't achieved um, a Porsche yet. I haven't whatever it is. I haven't gone to half of the places I want to go on my bucket list. Whatever it is, you have that list of things that haven't been accomplished yet. And then you start to define yourself by those things that you haven't accomplished yet. And then your energy goes into the defeatist mode. It goes into the um, settling mode, right? And it goes into this harshness of who you're not. And I say this harshness of who you're not, meaning that you're not a failure. But yet when you look at all the things that you haven't accomplished because you were supposed to have accomplished them by the age of 38 or 40 or whatever it is, right? That does not mean just because you didn't accomplish them, that does not mean that you're a failure. It just means that divine timing is working in your favor and that when it actually does come, it will actually be even more beneficial. But the problem is, is that when we keep focusing on what time has impacted and how time is not, you know, how this goal hasn't been reached by that certain period of time, then there absolutely is this level of impact of our ability to see ourselves as successful. And that's such a shame because of all the hard work that you've put in, you're measuring yourself against something that isn't even quote unquote real. Because what is real is that time is just another form of energy that is absolutely limitless and can support you in your goals as long as you know how to work with them rather than work against them. And even if you look at corporate deadlines, who are setting these corporate deadlines? Who is to say that this thing needs to be done tomorrow versus today and that, you know, if you don't do it by January 1st, 2021 or January 1st, 2022 or whatever the date is, that it's a failure, that the project hasn't been successful? What if this project wasn't meant to be started on January 1st or finished by January 1st, 2022nd? What if the project, if you started by February 1st of 2022, this project would be done because the energy is supporting it within a month. Whereas if you kept trying to push it for January 1st, 2022, that energy isn't there. It's not the divine timing. It's not the flow that allows for it to be completed by then. And then everybody gives up on it. And then so then that 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 project, again, it's being defined, the success of the project is being defined by the fact that it failed to meet a deadline that was set by humans, that was set by people that really, I don't know if they could justify that. I mean, I think they could in the sense that they could look at it from a budget perspective, et cetera. But if the, if the project was really that important, it could also be brought forward to the next year and in a time that works better in a time that's more supportive of that project taking off. Because again, you see, and this is so true in the entrepreneurial space, people, that they, 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 they try different things, they work on their business, and it's not successful the first year, it's not successful the second year, it's not successful the third year. And then it becomes successful overnight in the sixth year. 
Now, was it really, and if you really look at it, and if you ask these entrepreneurs to look at themselves back in year one, where yes, of course they wanted to be an overnight success, right? But if you look at where they are six years later, what they've learned and the success that they've earned, could they honestly go back to year one and say, yeah, they were so ready for the success that they had earned in year six? Most probably not, because through one, years one to five, they've learned so much, right, that they didn't know when they first started working on their business. And yet, if you look at it, then is that really is one to five really years are years one to five really a success or are they really a failure? Because then you just look at that in terms of time. Oh, well, it took five years for the business to take off. Well, yes, but it took five years of expansion, of learning, of implementation, of finding the right niche. And now look at the business where it's taken off. So now it's just through these learning processes that the same project, that the same business, ultimately at its core, has taken off. So was the business, the project, the person really unsuccessful in year one? Or were they just not ready for the success that they were meant for in year six? Right. And then we see always that history repeats itself. And there's a reason why history repeats itself, because we didn't learn our lessons the first time or the second time. So we continue to learn our lessons but that does not make it any less successful than the prior years or the future years. Each year, there's always an improvement. Each year, we always learn something different. And the same thing, each project, we do that. Each failure, we do that. And I put failure in quotes because we look at success and, and failure based off of the time. Did it work today? Did it work tomorrow? Did it work by the deadline? And if it didn't, we say that it's a failure. But is it really a failure? Is it really one to be dumped in the garbage? Or is it one that is meant to be looked at at a future date? Because the concept is good, but it just wasn't the right time. And so these are the thoughts. These are the questions that really come into play when we look at time and how it influences our perception of success, whether it's success within ourselves, in our careers, in our profession, in personal lives, or it's the success of a project, of a company, of whatever it is, of an initiative. And so where does time play into that definition of success? And really, where do our deadlines come from? Where do our goals come from if there's a time element to it? And if there's really nothing to justify it, because if you really, and I know that sometimes it's easy to say, well, yes, but we need to do it by this time because of what X, Y, Z reasons, but look into those X, Y, Z reasons. Are those X, Y, Z reasons really sketched in stone, I guess is the best way to say it? And if so, who put it there? And what was the rationale behind that? Because it's not always sketched into that stone based off of a reason that works in support of the goals of that project or the goals of the person. 
right? Because at the end of the day, if you wanted to become a managing director at your firm, does it matter if you're a managing director at the age of 30 or at the age of 55? You've ultimately achieved it. And for those who have achieved the managing director title at the age of 30, that's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. And that was what they have achieved. And for those who have achieved it at the age of 55, it's just as amazing. And I bet you your journeys are just equally, just as equally amazing as the 30 year old. If anything, it might even be filled with more because the challenges that you went through are the ones that you were meant to go through to become the person that you are today. And that is a success. That in and of itself is a success. So thank you so much for joining me today on this episode of Being Unapologetically You. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. I'd love to hear what your feedback is and how or whether or not you've measured yourself against time and whether or not you'll continue to. My name is Jean. Thank you for joining me. And I look forward to speaking with you again soon. Bye, guys.